Hello and welcome to the Broadcast Tech Talks podcast, the TV industry podcast from the Broadcast Tech team. My name's Jake Bickerton and I'm the editor of Broadcast Sport and Broadcast Tech magazines. Today's episode of the Broadcast Tech Talks podcast is with CEO of Gravio, Gareth Capon. Is it Capon or Capon? It is Capon. Thank oh. you, Jake. Wow, got it right. Thanks for for doing this, uh, Gareth. It's been nice to chat through all of the Gravio products. Could you tell us a little bit about the company, when you set up and the kind of aspirations you had at the time? We set the company up just over seven years ago. And when we originally built the business, um, it was a live clipping company. In fact, you know, live clipping is probably what Gravio is is best known for today, um, particularly, yeah, particularly in Europe, I would say. Um, and the the thesis at the time was there was a there was this huge growth or emerging growth in social video, um, you know, Twitter, Facebook, um, becoming in particular becoming platforms for for video distribution and consumption, which had never really happened before. And the demand in in on those platforms then and and it, it, it's not that dissimilar today was for short form video content um, delivered in real time. So people wanted access to highlights of sport, news, you know, entertainment, you know, what was happening around events, and they wanted it immediately because conversations were happening in real time. So we built a platform to allow people with their own content, you know, broadcasters, sports federations, teams, leagues, you know, news broadcasters, you know, events companies, music, whoever it, whoever it may be, to be able to deliver that content in real time in high quality to their, to their audience, their fan base, and generate all this viral distribution and, and new revenues and, uh, around sponsorship or, or advertising tune-in with regards to that that distribution and that was the the core you know of the business for for a number of years but our our thesis or our our vision was was much broader than that when we looked at the the video industry or uh, we we really broke it down in very simple terms into sort of three components the captured video itself which is you know the cameras essentially and, and if when you look at that environment you know all of the development really is happening around software so cgi computer vision image processing AI, you know, people aren't really going out and building bigger and bigger cameras with longer and longer lenses. They're they're putting all the processing into the software, um, and then on the distribution end, uh, the other side of the you know, the far end of the ecosystem. Then again, we were seeing all of the movement towards IP distribution, so in streaming. So whether that's uh, you know Netflix and Amazon Prime, whether it's uh, you know social video, YouTube, you know even the big broadcasters moving to Peacock and Hulu and Disney Plus, like we're seeing this this sort of generational shift away from traditional uh, consumption of TV, and we we expect that to continue. Mm. But if you look in the middle of the industry, it was relatively traditional and is still relatively traditional. There's still lots of cables and trucks and hardware and satellites and all of this, um, you know, very uh, sort of traditional mechanisms of producing content. So our vision was to say, well, if we look at that part of the industry, a lot of traditional production, which covers you know, live production, you know, clipping, real time editing, things that are happening around live events. And that's absolutely our focus is around live. Yeah. Can we rebuild that in the cloud? Can we think about and reimagine that and build that natively in the cloud, accessible by a browser for anyone, democratize access, make it really simple, but create services that still have the high quality, the high, you know, the finish, the expectation of, um, of broadcast. Uh, and you know, what broadcast means in the future will probably be a different debate, but that was really our focus. Can we really look at that part of the industry, which is still relatively traditional in the way that it's developed from a technology standpoint? Mm. And is it is it possible for us to rebuild that natively in the cloud? And that's kind of formed into three products um, that you have now, which is Gravio Producer, Gravio Studio and Gravio Editor. So uh, what are the kind of different drivers for different customers to use each of those platforms? Sure. I mean, the studio was our, is our, and is our live clipping platform. So that was the first and most mature mm-hmm. product. 
um, used by you know com customers in 40 countries. We do 20,000 plus cl clips a week, you know, through that platform. <laughs> Um, and, and editor really is a simple extension of that. So, you know, a studio is for, for clips and publishing um, and editor is for quick highlights. So editor is a very lightweight, easy to use editing tool to create, you know, packages, highlights, compositions with, you know, with different graphics or audio or, um, uh, you know, compositions, but it's it's really easy to use. Uh, and then, and, and, and studio is for, is for live clipping. So it's, it's quick clip distribution, predominantly for live, sometimes for, um, uh, for VOD assets as well. And, in, and as we start to develop the products, as we started with digital and social, and now we're moving towards the broadcast formats as well. So support any, you know, and that's really the, the vision of the business, deliver, deliver video to any screen, you know, from a big 70-inch OLED TV to a live stream on TikTok. We will want to provide the tools to, to do all of that. Now, producer is, is slightly different. Producer is the live production platform. This is, that's a product that we first uh, sort of first launched in the market about, about two years ago. And that has had a lot of, you know, a huge amount of investment, both in terms of, you know, technology, people and, and money over the course of the last two years and continues to do so. Mm. And that is our, our sort of next generation product when we think about production. You know, we are looking at the components of a, of a control room or, or a truck and starting to see how many of those we can rebuild natively in the cloud. And we've, you know, we now have, you know, a control room product, an audio mixer, a multi-viewer. Um, you know, the ability to do multi-platform distribution, to bring in graphics, to integrate, you know, third-party tools. So that that product is, we have a contribution app called Gravio Guest, where you can invite participants to join, you know, a show or, or, mm. or do commentary remotely. So it's it's really looking at all of the structures that you'd see in a traditional gallery or control room and, and, re, uh, and rebuilding those in the browser. So... It, it's not easy. That's probably the most technologically <laughs> challenging product that we're that we're going after. But we yeah. we believe in the trend. We believe that the trend is that increasingly these services are going to move to the cloud. They're going to move from capex to opex. They're going to yeah. people are going to want to scale services on demand and pay for what they use. And that's the ethos of what we're building at Gravio. So with Gravio producer, do you see that potentially being a replacement for? You know, even top tier sports to be able to use um, something like that, or is it at the moment aimed at a slightly lower level? Right now, it would certainly be you know at a, at a lower level. We're not expecting um, you know the people producing this, you know, NBC producing the Super Bowl, Fox to throw away their, their trucks and broadcasting for, for Super Bowl twenty twenty two. It's probably a bit ambitious for us to <laughs> get there, but there are lots and lots of other use cases yeah. with a range of, of levels of production. Everything, from, as I said, from a you know a live stream on TikTok or a vertical you know vertical news show that we do with Univision on Instagram through to taking, and really I think the, this idea of hybrid production, people talk a lot about hybrid production at the moment. And, and in many cases, that's that's talking about some people being in a studio or a venue and some people being remotely. We also think about hybrid production as actually augmenting existing production process. Hmm. So if you've got you know a, a crew you know, at, a, at a game or an event or a new show and it's creating one form of output, well, if you put that into a cloud platform like ours, you might be able to create lots of different versions of that. Different yeah. languages, different graphics, different formats, you know, outputs, and so that's really, I think, a lot of what we're seeing in Gravio today. Whether it's exclusively digital shows, like we do with you know with UFC or uh, or uh, or MotoGP, where they're actually creating shows, you know, in the cloud specifically for a digital and social audience entirely in Gravio, or you're bringing in uh, a production, maybe a, a feed or a, a set of content which has been created in a more maybe a more traditional way. In, we're using a variety of, of tools and, and technologies and infrastructure, but then bringing that to the cloud to do different things with it, whether that's creating you know, a new format, whether it's scaling the production, whether it's doing different graphics, whether it's adding a different commentary language, 
And actually doing that in the cloud rather than to rebuild or replicate infrastructure is really cost effective, both in terms of what it takes to, to be able to deliver the service, where people can deliver it from, and of course the fact that you can scale it um, by the minute. You know, you can you can build these services up for, for a few hours and then scale them down again. And that's that's very different to a traditional infrastructure investment. It's a really interesting model, isn't it? Um, using this as a supplementary tool in addition to a kind of more traditional ways of of doing the vision mixing and the audio mixing and stuff and then actually having this as a separate component that gives you the flexibility to create more output i think that you know we we, know, we have the the absolute ambition to be able to deliver you know all of the services of a, of a top tier broadcast production environment but we have to be realistic about the the you know the, the capability of the technology you know where we are in our own development cycle you know we yeah, do sure. release updates to the product every couple of weeks and and making sure that you know the these services work in the way that that is expected but also deliver you know deliver value back to the to the you know to the content producers and to the audience and ultimately this is about the audience this is about providing content in the formats that the consumers want on the platforms that they wish to consume it and that's really why we built Gravio in the first place if we you know if we believe that you know linear tv was the was the future of video then you, maybe there isn't such a great need for Gravio but when you look at the mass proliferation of video across all of these platforms the fact that live video in particular is now becoming a format which is much broader in its in its um, uh, appeal than it ever was before. We're talking here a lot about sport and broadcast, but we could also talk about corporate events, about virtual events, about Zoom video calls, about uh, about travel, sh- live shopping. There's all of these other genres which are emerging where live is actually becoming more and more important. It's it's because of the serendipity and the and the fact that you can't you can't recreate a live experience and and that that will be something that that never never goes away for consumers. And, and I think you're going to see this, you know, the the the, the continuation of the model where live is, is hugely important for a, you know, specific segments of the audience on a much greater variety of platforms. People will then want, you know, the short form, if you can't get access to it live or you want access to the clips and highlights as quickly as possible somewhere else because you couldn't be there. So you want to be as close as you can to real time. And then you're going to get the the longer time period, you know, consumption, whether it's on YouTube or the other uh, other streaming platforms, where you get to choose to watch uh, the content that you that you wish to see. With these products, can you see customers sort of having a need for all of them, or do you see it kind of segmenting a little bit so that a customer might go for a producer if they're wanting to do a live show and they want to, you know, do all the mixing and stuff and get the content out quickly. Or do you see there's a reason then for them to have like studio alongside this, clipping it up and maybe editor for a bit of post-production on it as well? I mean, what, what do you see as a sort of typical workflow? The fact that it's built on a single platform in the cloud, p- people can access it from anywhere. One of the core benefits of a, of a cloud platform is it's collaborative. People mm. can work on, on the services together in the same production environment or the same set of um uh, so production services wherever they are so you could have you know someone doing you know, audio mixing in in one country and someone doing vision mixing in another and and producing the show and doing graphics and social integrating social content in another it, 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 it may take some uh coordination let's just say but but from a technology standpoint that's possible and you can all access the same services in ultra low latency at the same time you know where, where we do start to see more production sort of natively within Gravio, then the idea of having clips and, and highlights on, on the back of that in the same system makes sense. You know, it, it's quicker, it's easier, and it creates incremental value. That ability to extend the, the distribution and the awareness and the impact of a live event is really important. And the, and the timeliness does matter. You know, if you are 
interested in what's happening around a, around a specific event, whether that's you know sports or music or uh, or a, or a conference. The reality is the conversation is going to happen about that event when it's when it's live, mm-hmm. but not afterwards. And mm-hmm. so if you can if you can make sure that your like production, your your highlights, your clips are available at that time, then you'll see an incremental benefit. You only have to look at Twitter's numbers. They talk about sixty seven percent more video watched on Twitter when an event is live. I.e., that right. people are they may not be watching you know the NFL or or the Champions League, but they're aware it's happening. The conversation's happening, and so when that content is available it generates much more interest in the video. And I think that's, that talks to the fact that the 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 time period of, of live events is um, is very important. With the pandemic, obviously, uh, in the last 18 months or so, there's been a quite a, a shift in to remote productions from you know, traditional stadium-based uh, outside broadcasts into a very different kind of model. And people have now accepted that that works, which is great. And uh, there might have been a bit of reticence before to give it a try. So I think the mindset of a lot of producers now doesn't need to be convinced about the type of technology that you're you're utilizing. Do you think that is really helping to you know people to see Grabio and think actually this is a genuine option for us now? We could actually give this a go. I think you're right. There is there's been a complete change in the understanding of what you know distributed and remote production can be. Now the almost the, the focus has shifted 180 degrees back to Gravio and to us and people in our sector saying, well, you now need to deliver the tools, the experience, the features, the capabilities that we have in a in our you know, traditional you know, control room or production environment that's been developed for the last 30 years. So it's incumbent on us to, you know, to accelerate our roadmap in many ways and, and bring forward some of these developments. So yeah, that's been the big shift. We we were we you know we built services for for streaming on, on Facebook or YouTube or, or digital platforms and integrating you know social media content or or audience participation features but now we're we're seen as a as a viable option for remote commentary or for or for broadcast we have a you know we have a partner in, in mexico fox mexico who does 60 shows a, you know uh, a week on on tv with gravio they do huge amounts of, of content using gravio to go on broadcast and that's pretty early for us i think that's more a, a you know a plan for us in next year rather than this year but we do have the capability to do it. We worked with EA last year on uh, on the FIFA, the big FIFA tournament in the summer, and that went out on ESPN. So we know we have the capability to deliver at that at that level. Yeah. Now it's about building out you know, the tools and the features and the workflows to make that you know it's to, to give the the comfort ultimately to the people who are involved in these productions. And that we we know that it's not going to be a uh, a one sort of step change it's going to be a series of gradual you know evil evolutions this this, this market's going to evolve certain services will move to the cloud then certain other pieces as we say will sit alongside traditional productions and it will start to extend the scope and the availability of content and that's really what we see and i think if we can build tools that are high enough you know professional quality uh, if you will but we can make them as elegant and as easy to use as the rest of our platform we should really increase the amount of content out there. And that is really the aim. Is there any other examples you want to provide of either in sport or in other areas of production where um, someone's chosen, say, Grabio producer and used it for their entire production workflow for something, just so that uh, listeners can get a really full flavour of exactly what you could do with that product? Sure, I, mean, I think some of the the work that we did with with UFC in uh, in the US is quite interesting. So they they wanted to create um, a series of of new shows, sort of pre and post fight, 
And they just didn't have the sort of production capacity to, to be able to do that or to do it live. So by using Gravio, they could bring in feeds from mobile phones, from people sort of roaming around the, uh, the, uh, the event or the, the venue with, you know, with library packs or sort of remote you know, broadcasting packs, bring the feeds back into Gravio, combine it with some, you know, some B-roll and some footage from other, you know, other, other fights, and then recreating actually work with Singular Live to recreate their broadcast graphics, which could then be, you know, could then be sort of compiled in, in, in the show. So they, they created a format which looked very similar to their traditional broadcast output, but it was done entirely using, you know, a set of, uh, you know, set of laptops and, you know, and a couple of people and some people roaming around the event with, you know, with phones or, or remote cameras. It was really easy, Fantastic. lightweight, simple, much lower cost. But the output of the show looked really good and looked really, and so it had the it had the quality that you'd expect from, you know, from UFC. And I think when we've done lots of those things with with many other you know, MoTP and many other um, partners, where we're starting to say, look, well, you can. This doesn't just because it's digital, or just because it's in the cloud, that it doesn't have to look like a Zoom call. You know, mm. you, you can make it look much much higher quality. And actually, you know, we're bringing in, you know, we're bringing in feeds at 50 to 100 megabytes a second now. This is, this is broadcast or mezzanine type formats into the platform. So th that's, I suppose, been the change. What's the kind of team size at Gravio and where are you based as well? We are now about 80, uh, 80 nearly 85 people. Uh, right. About half the business is in, in London or just more than half the business is in London. We then have um, teams in in the US, uh, in Singapore, and then some people in, in other markets, Australia, um, Argentina, Spain, um, uh, and even in India now. So uh, we, yeah, the, the core of the, the business was launched in the UK, but we have, you know, we have offices now in Singapore and LA and New York and, and people dot in other markets too. So it really has um, changed uh, over yeah. the last two or three years. Very quickly. Is there anything else you'd like to add, uh, Gareth? It's been great to get this overview of Grabio and to really understand, you know, what you're all about. We're excited about the market. Not, not. I mean, the, people talk a lot about the, you know, the pandemic accelerating things, and I think that's right. But it is an acceleration of trends that were there already. Mm. I think what we're most excited about is what the um, this has meant in terms of of live video and really creating a space and understanding that how how important and how widespread live can be, and and therefore providing the tools and the technologies to help people do more of that and do it at really high professional quality. I think is a is a, is a great opportunity for us and we get to work on some really fun projects so if we can help bring you know more content and better quality to, to more people then i think we've done our job if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe and rate us i'll see you next time for the next episode of the broadcast tech talk series 